Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, the theme of the night was indulgences, and J.T. Williams shared a story about his heart and vegetarianism. So about five years ago, I became what I'm referring to as one of the world's worst vegans. And the reason for that is because nine years ago, when I was 42, I had a heart attack, which I know is difficult to believe given this monument to fitness. <laughs> I'd gone to work one morning, and uh, chest felt a little tight, but nothing really weird. So I decided to go teach my 8 o'clock class. I get halfway from the building where my office is to the building where my class is. And my chest feels like it's exploding and being crushed at the same time. So I'm right near a bench, and I lean down, and after a couple minutes, it goes away. So I think, okay, chest pain, there's obviously one thing I need to do. I go teach my 8 o'clock class. (laughs) I make it about 10 minutes, and I start pouring sweat. But I keep going because, damn it, I'm a professional. At 8.30, I don't even know what I'm saying. So I let them go. Uh, I was told later I started giving a lecture I'd given about a week before that. Get back to my office. Try to go back to my office. I may get back to the same bench. This time it takes a little longer to get up and get going. But I make it back to my office. Where most people would call the doctor. I started debating with myself. Obviously, I'm not having a heart attack. And I base this on extensive medical knowledge. My medical knowledge comes from my mother being an emergency room nurse, and at the time, I watched House. (laughs) Besides, I'm too young, and the pain's going away. This is not how heart attacks work. So I figure... I'll go teach my 9.30 class. It's in the same building. I go teach my class. It's fine. Get back to my office. Now it's 11 o'clock. I am three hours into possibly having a heart attack. So I think, okay, just to be safe, I'll call the doctor. Call the doctor. Get ahead of this nurse. Give her my expert diagnosis that obviously I'm not having a heart attack. She says, hold on. When she comes back, she says, the doctor said, hang up, call 911. So I hang up, get my car keys, walk to the car, and drive to the emergency room. To be fair, it was right across the street from where I work. If you've never been to the emergency room and told them you have chest pain, It's like getting in the express lane. It opens up a hitherto unseen world of speed and efficiency in the emergency room. Uh, I no no sooner get the words chest pain out of my mouth. I'm in a room, on a table, hooked up to something out of Young Frankenstein. I've got a nitroglycerin patch on my chest, which if you've never had one, they are awesome. 
After a while, someone comes in, a nurse comes in and says, we're going to send you in an ambulance. This could be fun. And we're going to send you over to Norfolk Heart Hospital. There's a cardiologist waiting for you. So I get to Norfolk Heart Hospital, and I meet the cardiologist who tells me, we're going to do a cardiac catheterization, and we're probably going to give you a stint. He also tells me, technically, you probably have not had a heart attack. We think you just have a really severe blockage. Uh, I told my father about this later when I got out of the hospital. He disagreed because I did end up getting a stint. And his response was, did they put in aftermarket parts? If the answer is yes, you had a heart attack. So they give me a catheterization. If you've never had one of these, it is amazing and terrifying because you get to see the whole thing. You get to see your heart on a screen right in front of you. So there it is, this glowing symbol of every bad decision I've ever made. <laughs> and in this sort of profound existential moment, I think, wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> and I actually said this to the nurse, and she just kind of laughed. The result is I end up with a stint. The following year, I end up with another stint, the year after that, I end up with a third. So now I'm 45, and my heart is like Darth Vader. <laughs> I go to a follow-up visit with my cardiologist. He is unsatisfied with the results of modern chemistry on lowering my cholesterol. So he tells me, I have a book I want you to read. It's called Forks Over Knives. Some of you read this? So I want you to get this book. I want you to read it. I want you to do what it says. So what we're trying to do is avoid you having bypass surgery and especially having a major heart attack. So I get home, look up the book online, and find out, great, they made it into a movie. <laughs> so I'm watching, and I think, okay, I can do this. And then I, made it, then I watched another movie, because that's what Netflix does to you, called Food, Inc., so between these two, it's not that I had like a major revelation or anything, but I did give up eating meat. Um, like I said, I, I call myself one of the worst vegans ever. I'm very uncomfortable even identifying myself as a vegan. Veganism to me is a very kind of complicated series of moral, ethical, philosophical choices, and I just don't have that in me. Uh, my motivation is primarily the fear of my own mortality, and that's it. So I feel like I'm appropriating something if I call myself a vegan. Um, but I did give up meat for the most part. Every once in a while, you know, maybe some sushi, curry goat at the Indian buffet, because how often is that going to happen? Um, but for the most part, you know, I gave up meat and almost all animal products fairly hardcore for five years. Five long years. So last March 28th, 19, or 2015, last March, um, I turned 50. I decided I'm going to celebrate. For a lot of people, a celebration at this level involves a lot of alcohol, maybe some herbal supplements, possibly a questionable sexual encounter involving the exchange of money, 
For me, it was going to be meat. I was going to have a hamburger for my 50th birthday. And not just any hamburger, like Anthony Bourdain says. I wasn't messing with the king or the clown, nothing like that. I was going to a restaurant, and I was going to have these people build me a heart attack on a bun. This was going to be an epic bacon double cheeseburger with American cheese and Swiss cheese and bacon and mushrooms and bacon and barbecue sauce and bacon and for dessert a side order of bacon. I was out to indulge my inner carnivore like never before. So I'm on my way out to do this. My phone rings. It's my dad. He's calling me because it's my birthday. So I figure, all right, I'll answer the phone, then I'll go. So I answer the phone, and he says, happy birthday. He asks if I got the card that he sent me. I said, yes, thank you. He asked me what I was going to do. So I told him. He's quiet for a second. And then he says two words. He says, bad plan. I've heard these two words many times between the ages of 12 and 25. And I've always regretted ignoring those two words because it always ends in disaster. So I ask him, okay, why is this a bad plan? My father says, do you remember that guy, Jeff, that you went to high school with? He lived up the street. And I said, yeah, I remember Jeff. Why? He had a heart attack and a stroke and died. Oh, when was that? Last week? Happy birthday to you. So I'm in my kitchen making a kale smoothie. Because <laughs> it's a widely unpublished fact that the kale smoothie is an equivalent replacement for the bacon cheeseburger. And I'm thinking about two things. One, I'm thinking, am I ever going to answer a phone call from my father again? And the other is, I realize something and it's something that I keep reminding myself since then, and that is there are worse things to be than one of the worst vegans ever. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. I'm Deb Markham, producer of the show. Our live host is Brendan Kennedy. Amber Nettles, Evan Hartley, and Scott Rose serve as our production assistants. And Jenny Zell is our podcast consultant. Until next time... Thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.